Yeah. So can I give you some coaching advice? Please. So I've done a lot of coaching calls and in the beginning it was rough. Yeah. I'm I'm rough around the edges and I could be direct and yeah. kind of a, a you know what? Mm-hmm. So that was my issue. And then and then sometimes I'd be like, how do you guys just not get it? Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. get it. Like it's so simple. Like this is how you wholesale, <laughs> or whatever the case may be, yeah. right? But then slowly I started learning better and better. And then you know you have good coaching calls when people tell you, like, oh, that was really good. Absolutely. And then sometimes you'll have somewhere you're like, oh, that was not good. Like mm-hmm. that was that was rough. I was hungry. I that's an, even another thing. I realized I was like, if I go in, if I go into a coaching call hungry, more than likely it's not gonna be good. <laughs> it sounds so open sim- your mouth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it sounds so simple, but seriously, like going into it with the right mindset, but what I like to do is I'll explain something on a coaching call, right? I'll say, hey, this is what sub two is. This is the contract. This is this, this is this, this is this. How many of you guys got it? Okay. How many of you guys did not get it? And I'm going to not say anything until someone raised their hands. Mm. Like I'm going to, I say that to them. So I'm not going to just be like, did you guys all get it? All right, yeah. cool. Yeah. So, and then I'll just pause because it always takes a minute for yeah. people to finally ask a question. Yeah. Yeah. Always. No matter what, it always, like, I ask and I have to wait. So I'll wait and then they start asking questions. And then I'll be like, okay. And then I'll go into it more. And then what I do is then I'll, I'll pick someone on there. I'll be like, all right, Trev, explain to me what I just said. I love that. And then they'll explain it wrong mm-hmm. sometimes. And then I'll be like, okay, you're, you're close. And then I'll explain it again. Yeah. And then I literally just pound the crap out of the the subject until there's until there's there's still going to be people that don't get it, but there's going to be so much more clarity because when you ask someone to repeat back to you what they learned, that's how you truly know Absolutely. if they understand it. Because they, sometimes they'll say stuff and you're like, no, you didn't, you didn't get it, and mm-hmm. that's fine. Where they they think they got it, which is that's why they're like, no, I I think I got it. But then having them explain it back to you has been a game changer for me. I even do it with our sales team. Smart. Yeah. Our, our admin team, we had <clears throat> we had a system for uh, for WealthCon check-ins, right? I was like, this is how you do it. This is how you do it. This is how you do it. Okay. Uh, Susie, like, show me. <clears throat> oh, you know, it's not in my thing. I was like, oh, you're in the wrong place. Let me go back. Here it is. Okay, now you show me, Jocelyn. You know, like yeah, yeah. you have to have them like take the action, mm-hmm. not just uh, listen to it. And it allows them to teach on their terms too. Yes, that's the best because they may, they might not get a certain position of what you're saying, but when they start teaching it back, then they go down a road that makes sense for them as they speak it, mm-hmm. and it just clicks, man. Yeah, yeah. So that that for me has been huge because like I remember just when I became a coach, right? Mm-hmm. I was just a raw real estate investor. I did not have any, like, Ryan didn't give me anything. (laughs) That's why I tell people sometimes, too. I'm like, you guys don't get it because I came from bad environment into wholesaling and flipping, which is can be a crazy environment. Like, we could talk about some stories. Very lucrative, but very crazy. Like, you're dealing with tweakers. You're dealing with contractors. You're dealing with, like, all these things, right? These other investors trying to rip you off. Mm -hmm homeowners lying to you, all this stuff. So I went through that hundreds of times. 
And then to a service business where you're like teaching people and helping them and stuff like that. So I always tell people like, dude, like there is a, I had to go through a transition cause I was freaking nuts. I would be like, I would explain something. Someone's like, I don't get it. I'm like, how don't you get yeah, it? Yeah. 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 What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, okay. So I guess like, what does your business look like today? So we are, you know, ever expanding. We call ourselves, you know, a nationwide dispositions, novations company, uh-huh. right? Our whole thing is to kind of utilize us as a stepping stone for other people's businesses to transition their dead deals into profit through creative solutions, novations, right? Mm-hmm. So our whole thing is educationally based, right? The community that we have, if you have something that doesn't work for you, you're going to bring that deal to us and we're going to funnel it directly through what we have. We're going to verify if it even makes sense for a novation model, right? Mm-hmm. We look at about 70% cash on cash. And then from there, we target the sellers. We don't need you to close. That's everything. Like with your all-star community, they're great because they'll throw deals our way. We just need a good opening to see if they're open to creative terms. Mm-hmm. And then we have my guys get on the phone, lock it up. And then from there, we then attach you to the equity of what we have. So um, I always tell people, especially in the business that we're in, is if it's a wholesale deal, you know, do the wholesale deal. Like do it. But mm-hmm. if it's outside the scope of what you have, bring it over to us. And I would just say, you know, we were, you know, privately based for a while. And now it's just a, a, an ever-growing community of just people who are interested and allowing them to to have a novation leg, but wanting to give the reins to somebody else so that way they could focus on their passion and their and their product. You know what yeah. I mean? So that's kind of where we're at. We just want to be able to enlighten and complement other people's positions in real estate to help them out. Okay. And like what does your org chart look like exactly? Like like what do you mean? Like what does your team look like? Because oh, yeah. I'm sure there's like novations are very complicated. Yeah. It's not an easy strategy. It is easy, but for someone who is doing it by themselves Mm -hmm. and are new to real estate, it is very complicated. Very tough. Yeah. Very tough. Now, what does the team look like? So when you come in and you have a deal, right, you you submit it through a deal submission form. We have now our deal verifiers. So we have a whole department that's going to be geared towards vetting these deals all day to identify if it's something that does make sense. From there, it gets pushed to our lead acquisitions team, and they're the ones who call, right? They get on the phone. They lock it up or they, you know, they, they approach the nuance of novations, get them open to the idea. And then from there, once you get a contract signed, that gets directly to our agent outreach coordinator, right? He runs the entire industry of the on-market approach. So he's the one, if it's going to be in Las Vegas, he's going to identify an agent that's listed local properties to that property. That's like a subject, you know, like a comparable property to the one that we're trying to novate identify at least three different CMAs that's going to be get for our comparables, target what we can do, um, you know, on, like what we could list it at. And then he also goes and finds contractors with Peter, our project manager. So it goes verification, you know, our acquisitions, closers, agent outreach coordinator. Like you said, there are so many legs of novations, man. Agent outreach coordinator, project manager, and then our, transa- our transaction coordinator takes it with all the information that we have, the licensing verification of, of the contracting Goes to our, our hold on, hold on, because uh, yeah, so yeah, much. dude, I'm like, yeah. yeah, there are people, are, you know, yeah. that's, but that's why we do it for others. Yeah, yeah, you know I mean, so okay, so you got acquisitions. Salesperson yeah. talk to someone, gets them under contract. Mm-hmm. Then you have an agent outreach person yep. that they're not going to list the property, Mm-mm. but they're going to find someone yep. to list the property. Local listing agents that perform well in that industry. I don't, I don't skimp out on agents. I want somebody local that good that uh, yeah knows what they're doing. Okay. And then from there, that person that's doing agent outreach 
are they the ones that are in communication with the seller the whole time? Yes. Okay, so they're almost like acquisition or account managers exactly. where they're working with the realtor and the seller mm-hmm. to make sure everything runs mm-hmm. smooth. So they call the seller. They go, hey, you know, this is Hector, your agent outreach coordinator. I'm going to be the one that's going to be focused on, you know, taking this deal to the on-market approach to allow you to be able to get the sale price that you want. This is going to be the situation that we're in. You know, this is going to be our, you know, they're going to kind of go over the whole process of what the listing agent said and how we're going to take over the process with them so they can kind of kick their feet up and wait for their price, right? Got it. It's kind of our, we call it our marketing maintenance and management fee. Like it's a one-stop shop for our sellers. I just want you to be able to kick your feet up allow us to do our process and we're just going to keep you updated so that way you understand kind of what our scope of work is and when we plan on wanting to close or start work. And then we just kind of update them with photos and everything, depending on if they're local or not. Yeah. And then we have our project manager, who's the one that works directly with our contractors, right? Depending on if we need a bunch of work, you know, if it's just a couple thousand dollars, we will still have them manage it, but that's pretty quick, you Mm -hmm. know, but then if it comes down to a lot, like a couple months worth of renovations, um, that's when they come in there and they're, they're talking with contractors all day, getting scope of works, updates and all that fun stuff. And mm-hmm. that's a, I mean, that's a huge job for, for my two project managers. 